0: Yo, 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 you already know who it is. It's C Money giving you the hottest DeFi news from the eyes of a DJ in the mouth of a burger. It's Thursday, July 7th, and we're eating. Let's get it.
1: Okay.
0: okay, man oh man it is another thursday another dollar you know what i'm saying before we get on into it i'd like to give a special shout out to you all of the listeners big improvements since we have been switching to the everyday format and i'd like to appreciate it I think we're up 5x from the listeners we had on the thursday um When we we were posting weekly. So very awesome to know that that is working and going well. So we got a great episode today. As usual, we are not going to waste any time. So looking at the number one NFT per traded volume. Of course, we have Bored Ape Yacht Club with $2 million in sales, 19 buyers, and 23 transactions art blocks coming in at number two one million four hundred thousand and that's coming in with two hundred and eighty nine buyers with six hundred and sixty five transactions the other deed mint which is actually going to be in the news today super excited about those guys also settled quite a bit of volume at one million one point it was actually one point four six million dollars 210 buyers, with 252 transactions. Fourth, we have the Mutant Ape Yacht Club, which settled a million dollars of volume, and it had 37 buyers with 48 transactions. Number five is So Rare, with $780,000 in volume, 4,000 buyers with 9,000 transactions. Looking at the highest NFT sales, we have Board Ape number 7392, which sold for 228 wrapped Ethereum. Today's prices that is $270,000. Okay, we'll just do number two and number three. We got another Board Ape, Board Ape 5425, which sold for 168 ETH or $190,000, and then finally, the third largest sale of the day is CryptoPunk 457, which sold for 160 Ethereum, or $185,000. Okay, so the NFT market is popping right now, for sure. A lot of news coming out from that side of the space, and we love to see it. Looking at liquidations, we are kind of at a low point from what we've been seeing. Only 105 million dollars in 24-hour liquidations. Looking at the leading coin, it is Ethereum leading the way with 50 million in liquidations. Second is Bitcoin with 26 million in liquidations, and third is Solana with 3.19 million dollars in liquidation liquidations and fourth is actually interesting it's GMT i think i think that's the yeah GMT the in coin wow what is the market cap of that ponzi coin and what type of leverage are solana degens using for that that's nuts GMT i mean if you don't know what GMT is, it is the move to earned model, kind of like sweat coin that you can download on the app store, but the crypto version was like that on steroids where people were making $600 a day for a 45 minute walk, you know, and and they had 10 pairs of shoes. The more The more shoes you have, the more you get paid and the more energy you get, it's kind of ridiculous. So... I don't want to stay on this market for too long because liquidations are going up. <laughs> Looking at some top trades here, this is honestly my favorite part, probably of the whole podcast because just following these trades is really, 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 really helpful. Okay. We got a Bitcoin long. Two Bitcoin longs coming in at 19839 and 20502 for $1.34 million, and $1.07 million, respectively. So, we got some Bitcoin longs coming in just at that $20,000 mark. We also have $1.13 million in ETH. And that is long at one thousand one hundred and forty. Looks like we also have some Bitcoin shorts here at that twenty thousand dollar range too. So this is a super interesting zone. I could see us getting to twenty four k here, but honestly, I'm scared, right? I'm scared. But looking at Ethereum, how it's leading the way again in liquidations, I'm not really feeling that. I'm not feeling that. So. Getting right on to the news, the Board Ape Yacht Club Metaverse, or the other side, mint did some testing yesterday where they had 2,000 people join in on a server and jump around with no lag, and they worked on the voice chat, they worked on the texting, or the, the chat box, and it all worked really well. It looked really good, and it was honestly very very promising. I even now it's like making me shake because I never thought something like this would be possible. I mean, when you see like what's going on with like Battlefield and like the advancements of like you know, console games, you figured eventually it would be possible, but to see that they actually have the technology like the future is today, it's pretty crazy. So, I don't know I don't know what that means for the coming weeks but long term it's pretty bullish pretty bullish okay this one's funny crypto town municipal mining rigs press conferences in the metaverse bitcoin utility bills the cryptocurrency revolution has come to local government but for what if there's a future for crypto in the governance of american cities the most prominent example is hardly inspiring confidence miami has positioned itself as the country's cryptocurrency paradise mayor francis x suarez repeatedly emphasizes his crypto bona fides from taking his salary in bitcoin to calling for the united states to incorporate blockchain technology into every level of government at a recent bitcoin convention in miami about two months ago the centerpiece of this effort is Miami Coin, a cryptocurrency the city has described as a deep breath. Programmable city based tokens that unlocked a new community driven revenue stream for local governments while bringing collaborative technology to its citizens and ecosystem of stakeholders. Keep in mind, Miami Coin is down 90%. Miami Coin was issued by a company called City Coins. Like other cryptocurrencies, it works through a process of mining. In this case, on the Stax network, which is built on the Bitcoin blockchain. Basically, Stax coins are funneled into the City Coins protocol by miners, and 30% of those coins go to participating cities like Miami. In theory, you can also build apps on top of the City Coins protocol that would also benefit cities. In a sense then, Miami coin is a huge success because it netted the town millions. Like I said, it is down ninety percent. Right now it is at seven one millionth of a penny. So zero 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 seven. Um they let the, yeah, they definitely let the citizens hold the bag. Um Meanwhile, re- more recently, the crypto or the, <laughs> the crypto governor, the governor of Miami has been a lot quieter about crypto and the blockchain on Twitter for the past two months in which crypto prices have plummeted. Hmm. Wow. So it looks like, um, Ooh, here we go. Damning reporting by Quartz, a Miami news outlet. Turned up emails that demonstrate possible breach of federal regulations. In one missive, a city coins representative told Suarez's chief of staff that the mayor might have tripped a few regulatory wires. <laughs> Third, there are concerns over the anonymity. This one always gets me. Anonymity of the users and the possibility that criminals might be laundering money while the city profits, almost incentivizing some sort of. Illegal activity. Suarez remains. Much a tech evangelist. Even though he remains quiet. And he says he's still taking his paycheck in Bitcoin. Even though it's value. Is. A fourth at what it was. Hmm. Looks like a wave of smaller cities. Have begun to accept cryptocurrencies for payments. They're creating their own NFT projects and even smaller crypto mining operations. Their efforts, if anything, display an openness to technological innovation in cities of various locales and political contexts. What they don't show is whether the particular innovation is able to accomplish much of anything at all. The town that calls itself the biggest little city in the world is trying to create the biggest little blockchain, Reno, Nevada. Mayor Hillary Sheeve who helps with the conference of mayors along with Francis Suarez is a longtime crypto enthusiast who sees a called Web3 Technology as a possible feather in the city's already ostentatious cap. I said that weird. One of she's projects in the NFT space involving a piece of art called For the Burning Man in twenty sixteen, the Space Wheel. Uh I don't really care about his crap. That does not, space whale and government does not seem like it should go together. But yeah, small small towns are starting to use cryptos. They haven't really accomplished anything, but they're learning, they're trying, they're still kind of in that rug pull phase. Look at this. Fort Worth, Texas, became the first city in the U.S. to run its own Bitcoin mining operation in late April, with machines sponsored by the Texas Blockchain Council. Wow. Other cities with crypto initiatives are similarly restrained. Uh, I guess there was a stunt in New York City where mayor eric adams said he would take two early paychecks in crypto though in fact he was paid in cash and then converted the funds using coinbase yeah that's not the same progressive might be a misnomer when it comes to crypto's techno libertarian appeal among politicians at least it's been most rapidly adopted by Republicans, and the Democrats who have most eagerly embraced crypto aren't exactly the young firebrands of the left. And while Fort Worth City Council races are nonpartisan, many of Firestone's prominent supporters are conservatives, like former Texas State Representative Charlie Green and former Fort Worth Mayor Betsy Price. So, moral of the story... Small businesses, small economies, small towns, small cities, small communities are using blockchain. Bullish. It's bullish. Okay. Hopping into our next news. Ethereum takes one step closer to major software merge. Ethereum is one step closer to its long-awaited software transition, the so-called Merge, after the quiet completion of its second-to-last dress rehearsal on Wednesday or yesterday. The Wednesday test in question dubbed "Sopolia" by Ethereum core developers hinged on a more complicated blockchain form of voting that involved validators across the network needing to accept software changes in a coordinated fashion. After completing the test, the first block of transactions on the test chain received more than a 94% acceptance rate. That's an extremely good sign. An active Ethereum community manager on a dev call streamed over YouTube said that um, he would consider for all instances and purposes a flawless merge. For reference, an upgrade needs at least 66% acceptance rate to pass as a majority approval, while a 94% acceptance rate isn't perfect. It's way over 66%. So, very good. Um, this upgrade is projected to have cascading effects on the crypto industry. More immediately, the move will make Ethereum greener, going proof of stake. So... Really good to see some some key steps getting done with the Ethereum protocol. Awesome, big news! FTX is these guys are these guys are the apple of crypto. At the end of the day, they're the big guys. These guys look to be the winners. FTX and Soulflare announce a partnership to merge Solana, CFI, and DeFi accounts in one app. Ooh, on Thursday today, Solana native wallet Soulflare released a new integration with FTX to simply portfolio manage and view all your assets in one place, as told by Soulflare. If you don't know what Soulflare is, it's a community created wallet built on Solana. The wallet allows for just about anything you would expect a normal crypto wallet to do. So, very cool to see. That FTX is really starting to integrate with DeFi. Okay, so now we got the Solana Labs multi-coin um, layer one accused of violating securities laws by a Solana investor. Solana Soul Token is a unregistered security whose tokens have been benefiting insiders while retail has suffered. Which is so true. A class action suit filed in California federal court last week accuses key players in the Solana ecosystem of illegally profiting from Solana. The blockchain's native token that according to the suit is an unregistered security. The cornerstone of the value of Solana Securities is the sum of Solana Labs, Solana Foundation, and Antoli. I'm not going to say his name. Management and implementation of the Solana blockchain. And I can tell you right now, they had pre sales out the butt and they also had um they're they're not decentralized. So one thousand percent Solana is a security one million, trillion, billion, gajillion percent, just with all of the dirty, nasty venture capitalists that got their dirty, grubby little centralized hands involved in Solana, which is a huge L. And so I'm really, 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 really happy to see that someone's standing up for the crimes that Solana has done. And I want to see all these people get rug pulled. I want to see a lot of these um, Solana influencers get felonies for securities charges. I mean, all these people showing their NFTs and telling people to buy their stuff and hosting Twitter spaces. I want all, every single one of you guys to go to jail where you belong if you're buying any of these nfts without letting people know you have them or you're doing promotions without letting people know you're doing promotions you need to go straight to zero where you came from okay so sam bakeman freed says that the crypto winner is almost over and he can see a light at the freed says the worst of crypto has passed he has billions of dollars to save companies he's still looking at investing but he thinks it's over he says it could get a little worse but we'll see and finally we also have another sam bakeman freed story kind of how the whole voyager capital celsius ftx thing kind of happened it's hard to keep up with but we got voyager digital another cryptocurrency um i think they're like a hedge fund they entered into a loan agreement for a revolving credit facility of $500 million from FTX's Almedia Ventures. Almedia Research and its venture fund, Almedia Ventures, own 9.5% of digital shares as of June 2022. Voyager filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in New York on Wednesday due to A U.S. $650 million exposure to fellow bankrupt crypto firm Three Arrows Capital. Almedia's debt to Voyager is the second largest after Three Arrows Capital. Bankman-Fried's FTX extended a $250 million revolving credit facility to another Three Arrows Capital exposed firm, BlockFi. Yeah. A lot of people were loaning money to Three Arrows Capital. Three Arrows Capital is not going to pay them, and now everybody's unhappy. Wow, what a long episode. Thanks for tuning in another week. Wow, I'm so tired. I really do appreciate it, y'all. It's C-Money. See you tomorrow.